Hey everyone, did you know that 7 out of 10 men and 1 out of 3 women in the church today are struggling with pornography? It's like that secret sin that no one wants to talk about, and when it's kept secret, that's when it begins to erode your relationships, your marriage, your friendships, even your relationship with God. But Covenant Eyes is here to help. It works through biblical accountability. Try it free for 30 days by visiting CovenantEyes.com and entering the promo code KS30 at checkout. That's CovenantEyes.com, promo code KS30 at checkout. Hi there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Alana, Kyle, and Tira, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Kingdom Sexuality. To start off this uh, podcast, we have, uh, we always say a review. So this one's a fun one and I'll see if I can do it justice. Yo, this podcast lit as freak for real, for real. From Bell and Blue 98. (laughs) You're welcome. You got your laughs for today. (laughs) Okay, the Bible verse. Also, this is a podcast episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My my pet peeve. Thank you, Kyle. If you're a patron on Patreon, (laughs) you would know what the Mm -hmm. joke's about. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we always start off with a verse as well. So today's verse is James 117. Every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shifting shadow. All right, so I think this is a good perfect thing. (laughs) Multiple (laughs) orgasms. This is like perfect gift from above. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So let's talk about it. (laughs) All right, let's talk about it. Yeah, multiple orgasms for a lot of women. This seems to be like the unicorn of sex. (laughs) That Mm -hmm. unachievable thing that some women just feel they'll never be able to actually get. Um, So as part of our survey, we asked exactly this we asked have you ever had multiple orgasms in one we'll call it sexual encounter or experience or whatever you want right um so 60 percent of wives said yes they have had multiple orgasms while being intimate with their husband and 49 percent of husbands said yes they have had multiple orgasms while being intimate with their wife Whoa. that number to me it seems, seems really high crazy high <laughs> yeah like crazy impressive high. Uh, maybe the men were trying to answer for their wives or something because that's this seems my guess insanely oh, high. yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so maybe it's like has there been multiple orgasms Mm-hmm. Not necessarily for you, the husband, yeah. but during sex, did someone have multiple orgasms? Because fifty <laughs> percent of guys, that would be insane. Like I spent a lot of time, or a decent amount of time today, reading research about multiple orgasms, scientific research, people, and like the the stats showed that under the age of twenty, ten percent of guys could. And then under the age of 37% of guys could. And once you hit 40, that ship has sailed. (laughs) Okay. So yeah, 49, that's got to be an anomaly. This has to be some statistical nonsense going on. Yeah. (laughs) But we did follow it up by being a bit more detailed. So we asked, how often is it happening? 
6% of wives said always or almost always. 11% said often. 19% said sometimes. 30% said rarely. And 35% said never. So again, we have a bit of a statistical discrepancy here because we had 35% here say never. And we had 60% say that they had earlier. So 40% never. But we had 100 fewer people answer this question than the previous question. So mm. maybe enough people skipped the question to make up for that 5%. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we moved on to the husbands. So husbands, 1% said always or almost always. 2% said often. 12% said sometimes. 41% said rarely. 44% said never. So 41% saying rarely. I mean... Maybe 49 makes sense if these guys have had it like one time. Oh, but yeah. Right. Again, Maybe like had a, in their lifetime, they have at some point in time achieved Although it. we did say, yeah, although we did say with your wife. So like masturbation wouldn't count here. Okay. I also but, wonder like, yeah. we never said like what a, what time frame for a multiple would be maybe. Yeah, that's why I, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, like, I would think that if it's like three hours have gone by, we're not counting that as the same one anymore. Right. Um, Morning sex and evening sex. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's in the same day. Counts. Exactly. Exactly. Again, there was a bit of a discrepancy, but again, 100 fewer husbands answered this question in the previous, so Mm -hmm. probably makes up for it. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like that... So, but it's also 1%. I wonder how many that is. Said they always or almost always have, like for men. So, yeah. Okay. You start talking and I can look up that. (laughs) Okay. uh, That actual number. I'll look that up for you. Because I'm curious. It's like, that's interesting. Yeah. I totally agree. Okay. So anyways, um, multiple orgasms. I feel like this is something... It's like, it's a weird thing to talk about in the sense that I don't think there's necessarily a, like we mentioned in maybe the last episode, there's not like a recipe you follow, I wouldn't say, Mm -hmm. right? So for these, you know, 35% who never have a multiple orgasm or like rarely do, they're probably like, okay, like give me the secret sauce. Like how, how is this going to happen for me, Right. And so they're all waiting, <laughs> like you're all here listening because you want to know, okay, how do I do this? And I don't know if we're we going to disappoint you early. Yeah. Like I don't know if we can necessarily <laughs> tell you exactly how, because every woman's body is so different. And even talking with other women lately in my life, my lives, my life, well, in my life, like it just like has really solidified this for me that we're all like so different and it's. It's amazing. And we are all good and perfect gifts. <laughs> Run down from the father of heavenly lights. But um, to me, I think one of the biggest things when it comes to multiple orgasms is communication. I think. I feel like if I'm supposed to be like, what's like the, the you know, the main thing that's going to help someone? I don't know if this is the main thing. But to me, I feel like communication is where you would start anyway. It's a good place to start. So like I think so. at the beginning or during or both or. So I think this would be have a chat like beforehand before you're actually like naked in bed together. But um, 
so you're not like springing this on your husband if you're a wife here. So, so let's say you've been, you have this like sexual routine that you do and you've been doing it forever. And all of a sudden you're like just switching it up or like going again. Or like, I feel like there needs to be like a base place to start would be like having a conversation being like, Hey, I think this would be a really neat thing to try. What do you think about this? How do you think we could navigate this? Um, and just let them know, like let your husband know that this is something you are interested in trying together and just like prep your husband. I feel like it's <laughs> like as a wife, I would want to be prepped if all of a sudden my husband was like, we're going again. I'd be like, ah, okay. <laughs> like, I would feel like I would need some kind of warning. So I feel like that's like the base place to start is to have the conversation about it and just like anything when it comes to sex, just like chatting it back and forth and picking each other's brains. I don't know. I feel like that's a good place to start. This one I find interesting because I feel like the pressure to try to get multiples may get in the way if you Mm. are going to just like, hey, heads up, you know, as you're about to, or I don't know. To me, I would almost think like, okay, let's talk about it at some point during the week saying, hey, you know, the chaos podcast talked about this. I'd like to kind of experiment. So maybe in the next little while, if it seems natural to do so, Mm. let's keep trying, you know, Mm -hmm. so to take the pressure off and not be like, okay, yeah, yeah, we're going to scientifically see if we can pull this off. Right. You know, and then and, we, and then we get in our head. <laughs> didn't we just get a DM about this, Alana? Someone just talked about like getting out of her head to uh, Oh yeah. Yes. achieve orgasm. But this was just for one and she's like, I felt so much pressure yeah. during sex to have an orgasm that yeah. I could never do it. And once I finally just like took the pressure off myself. Yeah. So that just reminded me exactly what you were talking about, Tira. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like talking about this particular, like, yeah, it's fun as like a almost like a challenge, but to talk about this at a non, non, not before you're about to mm-hmm. go into yeah. an intimate time and, and make it open-ended like, Hey, let's maybe try this at some point this month, you know, when we're feeling really good. And then that way, if the moment is right and you're in the middle of it mm-hmm. and you can be like, Hey, remember we said this one thing, I think we're good. Let's go, mm-hmm. you know, make it a little bit more natural. Um, mm-hmm. And I also wanted to just point out, if you are wanting to try this, I'm always going to mention this, but our time of the month and when you are in your cycle will make this easier or harder depending on when you are. So I just wanted to kind of um, explain what is happening in our anatomy um, when it would be the best time to get multiple. So that's uh, right up to like leading up to ovulation. So usually like three days before you ovulate. If you don't know when you ovulate, you can make kind of a guess-ish. It's kind of in the middle of your cycle. So just a, a little bit before the middle will be most likely the time when you're feeling the best. So what happens is your cervical position changes. So your cervix is actually like really soft and it goes up higher in and it's really open and everything down there will be just a little bit more wet than it normally will be. Like not even talking about getting wet because you're aroused. It's just in general, more mm. wet. It's basically your body saying, hey, let's try to get pregnant. <laughs> Put a baby in <laughs> And me. so it makes the perfect environment <laughs> for having sex. And it makes you want to have more sex too. Mm. So it's the best time for your, like all of your chemistry, all of your hormones are telling your body, hey, sex is good right now. Let's try to do this to 
to make a baby. <laughs> so if you're wanting to try multiples, this is definitely going to be the best time to try because you'll have all of the good things rooting for it to happen. So go get a temp drop. Yeah, get a temp drop. It'll tell you when. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, let's move on to the men. Um, so like I said earlier, I did spend some time on PubMed looking up some of this stuff and seeing if there had been any actual scientific research done. And there was some the two most recent ones I found were 2016 and 2021. Before that, everything was like 70s, 80s, 90s. Really? And yeah, it was very old. Interesting. So I'm like, on one hand, I'm surprised they even did research on this back then. Yeah. On the other hand, I was like, I want to read that one now. I wonder what you guys even did. <laughs> um, so... I'll link all the studies that I read in the show notes because they're actually very fascinating, both the men's ones and the women ones. So for men, they the one study defined multiples as two orgasms less than 20 minutes apart. Okay. And they talked about two different types of multiples. So one was a sporadic multiple, which they said men encounter a significant delay between orgasms during which intensified penile stimulation is often necessary to achieve subsequent orgasms. So basically this is you having one orgasm and then doing something similar, like stimulating your penis a lot to get a second one. The condensed is when you have like one I'll just read what it says. It says it refers to a quick and effortless burst of orgasms or occurring within a few minutes of each other. So basically you're having a lot like really close together. So this can be um, like people, some people in the study were saying they had two to four, like less than a minute apart. Wow. So they're just having like, basically they're having a burst, right? Of one after the other. Um. The one study suggested that the refractory period, so this is typically what you refer to as like the period after first orgasm when a man needs to recharge, let's say, to be ready to go for a second one. And usually for men, this is hours for most men, um, some up to 24 hours, some even longer depending on your age. Um, but they said that if you are able to um, orgasm, without ejaculation your refractory period will basically become like null and so the uh the one study i read talked about how there are certain exercises you can do to achieve an orgasm without ejaculation so basically you're getting i think we talked about this last episode where the orgasm is right before the peak of the mountain and then the because with women, we talked about orgasm and climax, right? And how they weren't the same. And one was like right before the peak of the mountain and one was the peak of the mountain. I think it was no. a message that came in after. Yeah. I don't think we actually talked about Did this Did we yet. not talk about nope. this? No. Really? We haven't. Yeah. Oh. We were going to. Okay. Well, now we're talking <laughs> about it. <laughs> um, are you sure? I swore we talked about this already. No. Okay. Anyway. So they we were talking about the difference between orgasm and climax and. Well, okay. Wait. Do you remember which one was which? So we had received a message from someone saying they listened to our previous episode and they wished that we would have clarified the fact that mm -hmm. an orgasm 
and like oh, climax yes. wasn't the same thing. And I was like, but isn't it? Like I assumed that was the same thing. I didn't realize that there was a difference. Um, and the person we got the message from, the man, he had them, I think, reversed. But yeah, so you're so um the oh I gotta get this right. The <laughs> orgasm orgasm is first. Is yeah. So okay. So right is before first. the peak of the mountain. And then the climax is the peak of the mountain. Right, right, right. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. okay. So same thing in the men. The orgasm is right before the peak of the mountain and the ejaculation is the peak of the mountain. So interesting. Mm. So so the research was saying that you can have the orgasm and then stop before you hit the peak of the mountain. And that will make your second one a lot easier because you haven't ejaculated yet and your body is still prepping for ejaculation. Hmm. And is that even possible? Again, yeah, well, I mean this research found that it did that it was right certain people so in the study were able to achieve that and so again i'll link the article it goes over three methods one is like a really intense squeeze once you hit that like really intense burst of pleasure um but isn't there like, like a like, point of no return yeah so is this before the point Ish. of no return i guess you'd start getting real good at knowing exactly <laughs> Yeah, millisecond Holy. just take yes, practice i yes. would think yeah i guess yeah yeah exactly it does take practice that's what they talked about like you can teach yourself to do kegels at a certain point and basically like kegel to stop so yeah i thought i, I thought it was really interesting if you <laughs> so want to if you want to read the article we'll link it below and if you can't get it for free because a lot of these articles like journals charge so much money if you can't get it for free just dm us and i'll send it to you hmm. um yeah, like I said, I already said that the ability decreases with age. Right. right. Hey guys, I want to quickly talk to you about Covenant Eyes. Pornography has wreaked havoc on my marriage. If you've listened to the podcast or followed us on Instagram for any length of time, you know my story by now. When I first told my parents about my addiction around age 20, the first thing they did was purchase Covenant Eyes for me. Now, even though I pay for it myself now, I still have the exact same subscription and I've been a very, very happy user of Covenant Eyes for over 10 years. Every single device in my house has it. My devices, my wife's devices, our kids' devices. There isn't a device in my house that doesn't have it. Some of the best ways to overcome pornography addiction are by removing access to it and getting accountability. And by installing Covenant Eyes software, you get both of those. My favorite feature is the screen accountability, which uses sophisticated AI technology to regularly screenshot my device and analyze the screenshots to detect porn and other inappropriate Im images on my screen with a high degree of accuracy. It's faster, safer, easier to understand, and more reliable than regular internet accountability. Screen accountability is accountability designed for today's rapidly changing internet. I also love the detailed reports that it sends out. They help keep me accountable for everything I do on the internet. Every Friday morning, my wife gets my report, and I don't ever want to have a concerning report in her inbox again. So these reports help keep me accountable and give her reassurance that I'm staying clean. Here's the best part. You can try Covenant Eyes completely free for 30 days. Just visit CovenantEyes.com and use the code KS30 at checkout. Again, that's CovenantEyes.com, code KS30 at checkout. Your healing can start today. Let Covenant Eyes help. Do we want to talk about women, the women's research? Yeah. Okay. So I didn't get to go through as much about the women, but I did find one study that asked women 
how do you have your first orgasm and how do you have your second orgasm? And women reported, so women that were in a heterosexual relationship reported that they had their first orgasm manual clitoral, manual clitoral stimulation, oral clitoral stimulation, and intercourse were basically even. It was like 35% for each of them. Okay. For the second one, it went up to 52% for intercourse. Right. Manual clitoral stimulation stayed the same, and oral stimulation went down to 21%. So basically, these women who are able to achieve multiples, the first one, it seems that most women can have it anyway, but the second one seems much more achievable with intercourse, which I thought was pretty interesting. But it also, I think in a way, it kind of makes sense because, I mean... We've talked about this a little bit before where we say, you know, maybe try to have your first one before intercourse right. if you're already able to have one during intercourse and then that can be your second for multiples. It'd also be really curious if, you know, like how last episode we talked about how there were three different types of orgasms. So obviously the first that we just talked about was all clitoral, right? So it's a clitoral orgasm. Then that second one with penetration, I wouldn't be surprised is more like a G spot or the deep spot. Um orgasm so it's a little bit different and and everything is aroused easier because that whole clitoral gland goes all the way into it, all, all the internal spots right so if you're already mm-hmm. aroused all of that's all ready to go and then you have intercourse i would imagine it's easier to get there because everything's primed and ready yeah i saw someone in our facebook group talk about this they were talking about how even when you have like a G-spot orgasm or a deep spot orgasm, you are still stimulating the clitoris just from yeah. the inside. Because if you look at the picture of yeah. the clitoris, right, it's mm. not just the little nub that we all think it yeah. is. It's like this big, what do they call it? A fly? If you're looking at a fly from above. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what it looks like to me. Um, a fly spreading its wings. It's great. Um, so yeah, you're still stimulating like, like that yes. clitoral cluster yeah. that we talked about in yeah. the anatomy episode. So yeah. yeah, one other good quote I got from the research that I was reading today. Uh, this is in regards to men. So the quote says, quality and intensity of orgasms are variable. For instance, short, fast buildup of sexual stimulation toward orgasm is associated with less intense orgasms than slow buildup. Early orgasms are less that satisfying than later orgasms in life as the person learns to accept the pleasure associated with orgasms so for me there's two things going on here one short fast quick orgasm is less intense of an orgasm than the slow buildup which okay i think makes sense yeah yeah um right and Mm -hmm. this is where you know people talk about edging getting there but delaying it as long as possible creates a more intense orgasm and i think the research backs that up yeah right the second the second part here is they found that people were having more pleasurable orgasms later in life as that they learned to accept the pleasure associated with orgasms Hmm. so i think this is like the this would be kind of part of the getting out of your head i think yeah yeah I'd also like to think, you know, like the, <clears throat> the longer you are with your spouse together, the more 
yeah, less worry mm. you have of external things. And, you know, by the time you're getting old, you've already, you're not worried about right. what you look like as much or what's going on. Like, it's just easier. You know what's happening. You're hopefully you feel even more safe than you did at the beginning of your marriage, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember listening to a sermon series and the pastor hired a researcher, a secular researcher to go do some research on uh, basically quality of sex. And they surveyed uh, secular couples and Christian couples. And they found that in almost every statistical category, married Christian couples had the most satisfying sex lives followed by married secular (laughs) couples. And then it dropped off to living together and sleeping together, but not married secular Mm. couples. And uh, they also found that, that the peak of your sex life was 10 years. Not sorry, not the peak, but when you finally get to yeah, not the peak. I was like, shoot, I've been married more than ten years. Man. Uh, no, they found that the ten year mark was the mark where you finally like really get to know each other and you start having mm-hmm. like that I don't know what you'll call it. Better sex, let's call it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. More fulfilling. Which is crazy yeah. because you think about and this is something the pastor said too, you know, the seven year itch. Yeah. Most marriages most marriages mm. fail within the first seven years if they're going to fail. Yeah. And then you get divorced and it's like, oh, let's go repeat the worst years with someone else again. It's just <laughs> mind-blowing. <laughs> the worst years. <laughs> yeah. Or the hardest years. Maybe yeah. not the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what do we got for these ladies who are wanting to go try this? Any final tips? Hmm. Um, yeah, I think... Um, so for those women who were like, you know, everything's really sensitive when I'm trying to have an orgasm, you know, we have sex and I can have one, but then like my clitoris or whatever it is, everything's really sensitive. And I don't know if I can try doing it again, or if I try doing it again, it's painful, too uncomfortable. Um, a thought towards that would be like giving yourself a full time, like a decent amount of time to wait in between having one to having another one. Like it doesn't have to be like boom, 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 like one after another kind of thing. <laughs> like that doesn't have to be, you know, what's happening here. Um, and I think, I think, I think there's another beautiful thing about every marriage being so unique and different is it doesn't have to look like the same thing for everybody. And I think that's so awesome. Mm-hmm. Like I think yeah. whatever multiples looks like for you in your marriage, if it, if it's happening in your marriage, like awesome. Like, I hope this isn't something where you're like, oh shoot, mine are happening, you know, more than four minutes than, well, you know, I don't know. Like (laughs) to really like pick apart your marriage, you're like, oh, like shoot, I'm not even having one orgasm and these people are having multiple orgasms. Mm. Um, I think to just also have have just a posture of like gratitude for wherever you're at in your journey is really great. Whether it's like, oh shoot, I can only have, you know, two orgasms versus, you know, someone else is having seven orgasms in one, you know, sexual experience time. And that's the beautiful thing, like to look at where you are in your marriage and be like, okay, this is where we were. This is where we've come. And we still have so much more time to figure it out and reach the peak and then some, right? Like, I don't know. I think we can easily like dig ourselves down and feel like have a pity party where we're, where we're at. Mm -hmm. 
when we don't need to. So that's kind of a roundabout way of saying that. Um, Yeah. But also this shouldn't be something that you look at as like a mark of failure in your sex life. No. Because you can't, and and I mean lots of things, right? Even if you can't even achieve one orgasm, I would say that you're still, that still shouldn't be a mark of failure. Like don't look at these things as, um, like checkpoints you have to hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is just something that some people can do and mm-hmm. you can work towards it, but you're not a failure if you don't get there. And your sex life's not a failure if you don't get there. No, right. you can still have a very beautiful, fulfilling sex life, even if you don't have yeah. one orgasm ever. Like, yes. yeah. yeah. Pleasure and connection. Mm-hmm. If exactly. those two are being achieved, it's successful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I would also say one other tip too is that um, kind of like with being in your head about it, I know if you if you haven't really thought much about even trying to have multiples and you're doing it together and you try you know finishing about at the same time and then it's done and it's like okay, but if you actually as a woman allow yourself to get there even before he's finished and still be present, um like instead of making the goal finishing at the same time mm. actually take the time to feel the pleasure that he's giving you however your body is responding to it and letting it just happen um and then more might come <laughs> right you know um, instead of being it being the focus like this is the finish line i have to have yeah you know yeah yeah mhm okay let's i have a I remember I asked you guys this before, and I want to see if you guys remember. What is the world record for the most female orgasms in one hour? Oh, and I can't remember, but Isn't it was it like so 118 high. or something. I, I was going to say. In the- I'm pretty sure it was three digits. Oh man, I don't. Sure, what's your I, guess? Let's say, let's say, let's say 69. <laughs> <laughs> 134. Oh my god. I don't know how that's possible. How I wonder it- if you'd even like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> would they like wane in intensity? That's, 100% they would. I have, so, I have so many questions. I do too. And they like, would not be all intense the, for sure. The last one just feels like someone like tapping you on the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I got there that time. <laughs> and that was within an hour, was it? Did yeah. you say? Yeah. And like, how did they measure that? So that's over two a minute. Yeah, exactly. How did they measure that? It's got to be self-reported. I don't know. That was just, anyways. And then, okay. And then what about for men? How many guesses for the most orgasms a man has had in one hour? 14. Oh, wait, one hour? Yeah. Uh, Seven. Well, I'm pretty sure there was that one guy in South America who like died because he had too many too close. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'll say 21. 16. Okay. But this is just, this was, when did I send these to you guys? This was, it was, yeah, back in March. So I, and I just like, it was a quick Google because I was like really curious because I knew (laughs) we were going to be talking about this and I was like, this has got to be a thing. So I could be incorrect in those numbers, but either way, I was like, holy moly. It's a good laugh. Yeah. 134 in one hour. Bizarre. But that's the thing. Okay. I now I have so many questions. I'm like, what was the method? <laughs> I'm guessing it was manual or like that would be my maybe guess. a toy. Mm-hmm. I would assume. Maybe. I mean. Uh, interesting. 
But then the other thought, okay, let's talk about this more. So what about if a woman wants to have multiple orgasms, but her husband can't last long enough? You know what I mean? Is that a thing yeah. that happens? It probably is, oh, right? I'm sure it is. Yeah. For sure. So let's talk about that. We can talk about that in this episode, right? Totally. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's like, are we encroaching on other territory? But we'll talk why, about it again. Yeah. I mean, I would say, wait, say that one more time. So husband goes too soon and wife can't get multiples? Yeah. Let's say right. for her to achieve an orgasm, it requires him to be doing a lot of work and him to be doing a lot of the movements and it to be a G spot or whatever it is. Like, you know, he's got to be finding the right spot for her. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so then it's the motion to getting there is what gets him there as well as what gets her there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. 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 So then it's like, I mean, Oh shoot. I I was almost there, but yeah. Cause like at some point you can't just keep going even if, sorry, I cut you (laughs) off. But um, if he's, if he's done, it's kind of you're done. Like it's you just you don't want to just yeah. keep going because then it hurts and that's just not a good time for, sure. for anybody, so right? That's, that's what I was gonna say is you probably have to switch to non-penetrative, right? You have to switch to manual or oral, probably. That would be my um, guess. Um, what about one of those rings? They like a cock ring, yeah, because that supposedly slows down things right oh really oh i don't know that <laughs> i thought it just made things more intense because it was like pushing more blood into less of an area so it made him seem a little bit bigger but also made his orgasm more intense oh maybe i feel like i should we should go look that up but i feel I just... like if you're the guy who's going yeah if that's what it does then if you're the guy that's going too soon it's probably not a good idea but if it does what you're saying yeah. right then, <laughs> then yes do it it's either <laughs> so a really good idea or a really bad yeah. idea <laughs> <laughs> um i mean my this goes into like a whole nother conversation mm-hmm. about premature ejaculation yeah. which we should cover in the future yeah. but i mean Every time I do my Tuesday q and I always get a question about this. And I always say, like, go buy and read the penis book. It's right. written by, like, one of the top urologists mm-hmm. in the U.S. And he talks all about the male anatomy, how it works, mm-hmm. what to do when it doesn't work the way you want it to. And this is one of the things that he covers extensively in the book is exactly this. So we can link that in the show notes as well. But that's always my suggestion is go read the penis book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Or like you said, just trying a different position where what's getting her there isn't what getting what's getting him there, right? Like the motion mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Which just takes time and yeah. experimenting and that's the fun part. That's- and it can <laughs> and some guys can really like lose the mood after they go once. Mm. So it can be hard to get back into the mood even to serve your wife. Right. But I also don't think that that's should be an excuse like you should still serve your wife right right everyone who wants an orgasm should get an orgasm so mm-hmm. and i mean if you know her. that your desire for doing that afterwards will go down then just make sure you do a lot of stuff beforehand too like yeah yeah for sure okay so just looked up <clears throat> the cock ring and yes it can help you last longer keep you harder for longer well there you go 
Okay. Neato. So we'll link Mary Dance. <laughs> 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 and y'all can go check it out. There you go. <laughs> okay, let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for the wonderful things that you've created our bodies to do. Thank you that we can explore different areas and, and thank you for making us all so unique that we get to explore um, our spouse and just enjoy all things that you've given us. And I just pray for couples listening, um, those that have never been able to get orgasm and those that are wanting to try, Lord, I just pray that you would bless their marriages, um, help them not help the ones who have not been able to orgasm, help them not to feel discouraged, but just enjoy the pleasure that they are having with each other. And yeah, and I pray that uh, you'll um, give wisdom as to how to help communicate and and experiment with trying to get multiples. And again, thank you for your good gifts. Amen. Hey friends, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like our content, please like, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and tell your friends too. Thanks so much for journeying with us today as we tackled the hard questions and dive deep into godly intimacy. Make sure you follow us on Instagram to see more of our content and check the show notes for any links we might've mentioned in today's episode. We're so grateful to be on this journey with you and we can't wait to see you in the next episode.